has to clear the old throat. Get the phlegm out of there. No more phlegm. All right. What's up, everyone? <laughs> Welcome back to Watch With Sound. My name is Josh Landicho, and with me is... Carmela Ocampo. And on today's episode, we'll be doing the new film Cocaine Bear, directed by Elizabeth Banks, starring Carrie Russell, O'Shea Jackson Jr., Alden Heinrich, Ray Liotta, Isaiah Whitlock Jr., Christian Convery, and Brooklyn Prince. Now, Carmela, this movie is very fascinating in the way that, like, it kind of came up, how it's sort of marketed. So I want to know what your reaction was when you first heard about this movie, your expectations, your context before actually going in and watching the film Cocaine Bear. I remember seeing the trailer and thinking, you know, I, I'm kind of sold on, you know, seeing what this is, <laughs> because I think from the trailer was pretty strong, in my opinion. And I also have seen it like so many times before movies, but not not in an annoying way. I I was like full. I fully accepted like the concept. And I think the fact that it it is based on like a true story made made that more like believable and real but also like entertaining so i think they i think they just made a really good trailer and they marketed this movie pretty well and they weren't like aggressively annoying about it i don't know i feel like this could have become like an annoying marketing thing for some reason but it wasn't yeah i was like fully in and it wasn't like I don't think I was like super like hyped about it, but I was kind of like excited to see what this movie like was going to, I don't know how it was going to turn out. Uh, what were your expectations for this movie? And like, how did you react to the trailer at first? So when I first watched the trailer, I think it was at Alamo, which I like to think is where like a lot of people who love films and, and watch a lot of films go to. So when I first, like when the, the trailer came up, People were like cheering already, like people were clapping for it. And I was like, okay, what is this? How do you guys know you like this trailer? Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was like, uh, what? How do you guys know this? And then I was watching the trailer, I was like, what? Oh, what? And I was like, and then like the, you know, the trailer like introduces the whole concept of the film. I was like, oh, what? Like, it's like kind of like me just being shocked and surprised and, and confused at the same time. And then like, of course like the applause afterwards and and everyone being stoked about <laughs> it and and like like you too like i i saw this trailer a bunch of times and every time it's been so fun because whether or not i'm like at an amc or at a movie theater that like is famous for people that go to movies a lot every time we watch the trailer is either like clapping people rooting for it whatever having this like cult following before it even releases or like going into an amc where like you know families regular people watch movies and the trailer comes on and the title comes up and you hear like like little chuckles and like kind of like what like <laughs> them kind of being confused and shocked at the fact that there's a movie called cocaine bear coming out but yeah but for me personally like i was i was sold as well i was very very fascinated by one the overall you know subject and and context of the film and also the whole like the whole cult following that's already started because because it, it, it feels like um the reaction people get sometimes with Nicole Kidman when she comes out, like it felt like <laughs> that sort of like cult following in which people are getting behind this ridiculous idea that could be, that's like in retrospect kind of dumb, but like obviously really, really fun and exciting where like, why would we watch a movie about a cocaine bear? And then 
all of us else reply like why wouldn't you watch a movie about cocaine bear so <laughs> just like the marketing of that and like just seeing it and the the overall craziness of the idea of this film was really something that hooked me in because i like having fun i don't know about you i like having fun right i don't <laughs> care how dumb the movie could be just as long as i have fun like that, that earns points in my book so when i saw it, i was like yeah i'm 100 down i don't care like i don't I don't care if it's good or bad. I just want to like, it seems like a, uh, a movie to have fun with. But yeah, so with that, if you have not watched the film Cocaine Bear, this is the part where we get into spoilers. So if you don't want to get the movie spoiled for yourself, I'd suggest you stop the episode here, go watch the film, come back to the episode. If you want to spoil it for yourself for whatever reason, go right ahead and keep on listening. But Carmela, with that, do you want to get a little plot summary of the film Cocaine Bear? An oddball group of cops, criminals, tourists, and teens converge on a Georgia forest where a huge black bear goes on a murderous rampage after unintentionally ingesting cocaine. Whoa! <laughs> Not ingesting cocaine! <laughs> um, so with that, Carmela, how did you feel after you walked out of Cocaine Bear? I was very pleased i don't know i thought it was really fun i think i got exactly what i wanted out of the concept and the movie and also i was very impressed with getting a little more out of like and like in an emotional aspect i was like wow like i actually cared about the human characters in this movie and i actually like felt feelings i don't know i feel like we both expected like sort of a b movie and I feel like we got that, but it, like a like a B plus. I don't know, like like a strong B plus. Yeah, I was very impressed. Um, yeah, how did you feel walking out of the theater? I'm um, same. Like I, like I said earlier, I wanted to have fun, and that's exactly what I had watching this film. I had like oodles and oodles of fun and excitement, and <laughs> and even suspense too. A lot of suspense. I was I was oh, scared yeah. too a lot of the times. Like a lot of the yeah. times, I was like kind of scared who was going to survive, who was going to die. Um, and I just had like a, a lot, a lot of fun at this film. It was just like, it was just something that like, we obviously already don't take seriously. Right. So it's like, they don't take themselves seriously. We're not going to take it seriously. So it's just kind of like this, like really fun ride. And it, it just becomes something so enjoyable, especially when you're laughing with the audience, you're, you're, you have that energy of people also having fun with it. Like you kind of realize like, yeah, this movie's meant to be like this. That's what, where this is what it's catering to is people that just like don't care if it's overly stupid or dumb or anything like that they just want to have fun and we want to have fun then not only that too even if it is like a dumb premise or subject matter and in the jokes or in the plot the story whatever it still was a good movie and in retrospect of being this movie about a bear that ingests cocaine it's still really good it scared me there's some emotional aspects of where like you kind of want to root for someone even aspects you want to root for the bear even the silliness too like it was just really really fun and i think like all that became something that just like was more than just a dumb fun movie it was something that like we all kind of invested ourselves in and, and had fun together as an audience and as a people that love movies i'll say that love cocaine bear i was like that love cocaine um but yeah it's just a really great film i th i just think um one thing that kind of bothered me um, that stopped this movie from being like a five star in my letterbox review if you want to follow me oh my god is some of the jokes i think some of the jokes were very very like 
almost like joking for joke's sake and and one word out or two words i'll describe it in and and again this isn't mean that it's bad or if you enjoy i enjoy it like i it, it, i describe it as white comedy which isn't bad obviously like i i <laughs> don't care it's it's if it's funny it's funny but like white comedy in the sense of like things of like happy gilmore like billy madison like tommy boy wayne's world it brought me back to those movies where they're like so overly dumb but funny and like they would do things for the sake of doing it like for the sake of it being a joke for the sake of a a laugh or two like kind of like low-hanging fruit jokes which again isn't bad like i'm a fan of a lot of those movies a lot of white comedy and white comedians and stuff like that but that's sort of like where i'm at like i, I understand like elizabeth banks's direction like i know what she's done pitch perfect too and how she like has her humor and how she kind of does things and how she acts with movies like Conger Games and Zach and Miriam make a porno. Like I kind of understand where her her head is from and like the humor that she's trying to portray. But personally, I think a lot of that like kind of didn't hit at some points where it's just kind of like, all right, you just said that to say that it's not really something that like you wanted a a high quality laugh. You're kind of like going for like that low hanging fruit or like that obvious like the obvious you know set piece of of jokes and comedy in that nature but again it wasn't it wasn't like that bad but it's not something that like i kind of resonated with more i guess more in the humor sense i wasn't like invested in that that much which kind of like kind of deterred me from the movie but yeah i don't know i just feel like um when it comes to this type of movie those jokes are kind of just like rapid fire as apart from like trying to set up something actually funny there are parts where like i i saw that they said that because they thought it'd be funny just really quickly apart from like the whole set piece of this bear eating cocaine and what he does like that's a whole set piece that's something that's set up to be humorous and funny and then the events leading after that is something that would be more humorous but i understand with a movie like this that's not taking them seriously of course they're gonna have like those quick witted and, and low uh low hanging fruit kind of jokes um but i don't know how do you feel about that how do you feel about like the sort of jokes that were said like I, you watch like bob's burgers and like shows and, and cartoons like that like where sometimes they may say a joke that's sort of like quick-witted and it's just sort of like a quick jab to like see if people will laugh at it you know how do you feel about those what can you give an example of like what one of the jokes was because i'm having a hard time remembering like <laughs> what like they said or like what any of the jokes were but i'm only remembering like the parts where they're like about to like die basically and they're like you know yelling for help or something like that um but yeah do you remember any like specific scenes um one i like one i remember because it's in the trailer is like the kids saying like oh that's like something that stays with a man forever like they kind of say like random stuff like that that like are just so almost like cheesy corny and and those kind of jokes like i feel like a lot of those you know people random screaming of cuss words and like fuck or whatever like those kind of like those quick jokes i feel like i saw a lot in this movie i couldn't tell you all of them but that's one that like i reminded me of because i was <laughs> tell like, me ah. all of them <laughs> I know. <laughs> remember it all now but yeah like those sort of jokes like ones that like aren't gonna hit everyone but will hit a few and they kind of did that because of that that statistic that could happen you know the statistic just say fuck 10 times it's gonna hit someone but i think i get what you mean like i i definitely there were definitely some like corny 
not cringy, just like corny jokes. I feel like when you say white comedy or when you were describing quote unquote white comedy, I feel like you were describing like slapstick. Like it's just like silly for silliness that's sake. That's like... exactly what I'm trying to say. That's the perfect word. <laughs> See, this is why you're the co-host. This is why you're here. That's why you make the big bucks. You, you know, you, you reach into that brand of yours. You pull out a word that I've been thinking of. I'm like, yeah, that's it. That's what it is. Have you have you ever seen Airplane? An older no. It's like a I've been very classic. To, but I know. Yeah, I know it's like a classic like comedy film. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I'd say that's peak white comedy. I, I thought it was free. I thought, you know what? Some of the jokes are funny, but most of them, <laughs> you know them all already. And it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think the jokes like took me out of the movie too much. I, I feel like, yeah, that specific one, the one we heard from the trailer like 10,000 times, like got very old. I think in the moment when I saw it, I think contextually, I already, I knew the kid was like, high on cocaine so when he said that i was like seeing it through that lens in a different like lens so i was like oh this is funny because he's like high and he's like talking like this you know but anyways i didn't think too much of the jokes i feel like i'm trying to think what bothered me per se i feel like it was i don't know at one point in the movie you just like know everyone's gonna like die like every time they encounter this bear and i feel like that suspense and that like surprise went away at that point and i kind of still wanted it but i don't know if i'm asking too much because it's not like a true horror movie so i'm like yeah like you know we we know these people are gonna die and we're just we're gonna watch them die (laughs) but yeah how did you how did you feel about that or did that ever happen for you like during the movie or did you not mind it really like i knew the deaths were gonna happen and like obviously there's a main cast of characters that are gonna be alive right you have like o'shea jackson and then the the white guy the brother and then you had the kid (laughs) and the mom like obviously bless you um, Thank you. Obviously, those people are going to survive. But then when you go like to the people are looking at nature in the beginning, like obviously you don't see them throughout the trailer, so they're going to die. Um, and then like the ambulance people, obviously were going to die as well. Um, a little part of me actually like when I see these new characters come in, a little part of me like wants them to, to survive, like wants me to like you know root for them. Um, but obviously like they're gonna die and like the whole like horror aspect of like wanting to see it i did i did have that feeling as well and and a lot of the times it surprised me especially like the ambulance scene where like the park ranger lady dies in like this the most not like the, oh the most God, like unexpected yeah. way that i would have thought she would have died is like, what the heck damn that's brutal it was interesting because like I, I i also saw that and also was like seeing how oh are they gonna survive are they gonna do this or that? but like in my head i'm like oh they're definitely, you know, they're definitely going to die. It's, like, they're kind gone. of obvious They're thing. a goner. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because I feel like with, like, slashes or horror films, like, you have a big, almost a big cast of characters that, like, you could see surviving or dying. So it's kind of like this um, this roulette of, like, who's going to survive, who's going to yeah, yeah. die. But, yeah, I feel like with this one, like, you already saw who's going to die. Like, you already, like, kind of guessed, like, oh, these people aren't main people. These aren't people that, like, this person's trying to save. These aren't people that like the villain is yeah. the needs or whatever. It was like more or less like just pawns in this bear's game before, before they die, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Like I like the roulette. 
analogy you made because like i think it's like midway through the movie like all of the random people that enter the movie have go- like died already so all you're left all we're, we were left with were like the main characters and we like kind of know they're gonna survive or we know like most of them will survive and i kind of wish like more like random people kept showing up I don't know, to keep, like, that suspense going, to be like, oh, shit, like, there's a new player in this game, like, oh, fuck. Because that was, like, the exciting part, I think, during the first half. You're just getting introduced to, like, all these people, and you're like, yo, they're fucked. Or, like, or like, oh, are they gonna make it out? Like, who's gonna make it out? Like, oh, the mom's, like, they mixed, like, the mom with, like, the, the park ranger, so you're like, oh, shit, like, you know, they're mixing, like, the main character with the random people. Who's gonna make it out? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you that's, we're already like in the. Re- that's that's all you wanted <laughs> I did, was a body count. You're like, I just wanted oh, more man, deaths. I want yeah. more entertainment. I want more blood. The audience wants oh, more my blood. blood. My my bloodlust was like up here, and I was like, let's, <laughs> no, you, let's you, make you, it you, higher. Pick it up. Pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I will say though, I know I said like the jokes and stuff weren't hitting. I will say like this movie. And I think we'll talk about it later more. This movie brought me back to the days of like those parody movies, like scary movie, disaster movie. And then of course movies <laughs> like Tony boy and like Billy Madison and, and those Adam Sandler movies that took me back to like a, a, a stage in my brain or a stage of Josh where like I was laughing to laugh <laughs> and like, I love laughing and like watching it was just like so fun. And like, regardless of the comedy was good or bad, I'm still like cracking up. I'm still you know being entertained and it, it like set that switch back we're like oh yeah those things do exist this like this <laughs> weird area of films where they make fun of other films or they make fun of themselves and and create this like atmosphere of of a of campiness in which that like it's it's something that like you understand is like gonna be sort of slapsticky and, and cliche and corny and cheesy or whatever that like put me back to that spot i'm like oh wow like they they don't make this like they don't make these kind of movies anymore <laughs> that sort of style and stuff like that i just wanted to comment on that um it's funny that you say or you said all that because i feel like the vibe right now with movies is like i feel like people are kind of tired of like the generational trauma in movies and they're kind of tired of seeing like that type of seriousness so i feel like people just want to laugh again so i feel like this movie kind of like came at a good time culturally for the theater i don't know how do you feel about that no, I 100% get that. Like, I think people, like, are tired of the... Not, I mean, not tired, but, like, are so used to, like you said, the generation trauma or, like, <laughs> things that are so serious and things that have, like, a cohesive story. Even if it is, like, a comedy-based story, it's still very, like, you know, you invest in these people, you laugh at them because they're that. Um, it's not something that's like this where it's, like, well, psh, well, bam, well, bam, fart noise cuss word here like cocaine overdosing on (laughs) cocaine over like it was like this like clusterfuck of things happening that make it really funny it's not something that like we invest in for a long period of time and then we get set up for this joke or whatever like it's something that like was so quick fire and so fun and so like spontaneous almost where it takes us back to the days of like Hollywood not being so serious to where they made like five scary movies where they made disaster movie, action movie, Nacho Libre, all these movies that like were all centralized on just being funny and being comedic at, at any point possible. And like even this day and age right now, movies like RRR that kind of have the same basis of cocaine bear where it's like this giant 
set piece of action it becomes something so fun for the audience because it's not anything like an avengers or anything that like you know it's not like a jason bourne or mission impossible which are good films but there's so much back work and backlogging you have to do watch the previous movies figure out who you know who tom cruise's main character is all this like investment in which it kind of pays off to this action film you kind of want to like you know go through the steps apart from like this movie or are or other movies that came in this same form where you just watch it you have fun you laugh you high five your buddy whatever you know whatever people do movies <laughs> you eat your popcorn like it's just like <laughs> ah, i had so much fun let's go on to the next one we don't high five your buddy in the movie come on come on i don't know are you high fiving in the theater the next time i know <laughs> i know uh, i'll do that i'll be like <laughs> <laughs> You're my butter like so fingers from away. the popcorn i know <laughs> gross yeah um, get away from me <laughs> uh before we move on one thing that like kind of fascinated intrigued me and i think it may have intrigued a lot of audience members as well when they saw like the trailers the posters or whatever apparently they are advertising this movie as inspired by a true story which of course i know a lot of movies already say that um but for myself personally i was still kind of interested because i'm like how is this inspired by a true story? Like, did this actually happen where this like bear had this like cocaine binge and then became, you know, this wild, wild monster, but the actual story of the film and, and they kind of went close with what the idea of it was. So cocaine, the, the name cocaine bear comes from Pablo Escobar. I guess they called him the cocaine bear is like kind of his nickname, but not only that, the beginning of the movie where it shows someone flying in in the airplane and throwing the the cocaine he was a drug smuggler he was he actually was throwing cocaine out the the airplane and when he tried parachuting obviously it failed and he died i don't know if it was as comedic as the way he died in the movie where he just like <laughs> got knocked out by the ceiling of the, the airplane but he did throw it out and then he did ultimately die from you know trying to parachute down and where the bear comes in the bear there is a bear that was found four months later after this whole ordeal happened they found a bear that actually overdosed and died from cocaine and i think that's where they like kind of had fun with it we're like oh what if the cocaine bear like the bear had like a, a killing spree or whatever spree it may have through this cocaine which what i looked up they didn't explain if there were any deaths from that bear or if anything different from that bear happened i don't know if like it just like got had the cocaine and just overdosed quickly i don't know what the the backstory is that but that's essentially the story is that some smuggler threw the cocaine out died and then four months later the bear and ingested it and then also died which is kind of interesting because i think the basis of that is so fun when you think about like writing a film you're just like oh have you heard the story about like the bear that died of cocaine <laughs> like it's a thing that you talk to like your friends or whoever like oh, have you heard of that story and they'd be like no what happened like, i don't know they like he just like ingested a bunch of cocaine and died and they're like, whoa, I wonder if, like, he did anything else before. Like, I don't know if he did anything else. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like that weird, like, almost stoner joking moment of, like, what could he possibly have done, you know, if he was alive on cocaine, which is fun. I think that's a really fun premise. And I, even if it is, like, inspired and not inspired by a true story, it still is, like, creating that funness with the film and, and almost withholding the the sort of spontane- spontaneity of the film. What do you think? How do you feel about the actual true story for the film. That story tracks. It, it. I feel like if there were actual deaths, 
involved like with the story i feel like they wouldn't have made a comedy out of it because it, it's like yeah like, i was wait this is yeah. actually pretty serious like <laughs> yeah <laughs> this actually happened i don't know if you want to show this and like make yeah <laughs> poor bear though you know they kept that they the bear like presumably lives on in the movie so i guess that's nice it, it wasn't like oh yeah and then the bear overdosed on cocaine like humans do and then died yeah i don't know like the real story like the premise like what you said like yeah it sounds like someone i want to know it like was it elizabeth banks like did she come across the story like or was it the guy who wrote this film like came across the story was like oh my god what if i wrote a story about what happened between when the bear first had cocaine and when it died like i i want to know like how that went down because it's it feels like a joke that like went (laughs) too far and then they made yeah. millions of dollars out of it yeah. no it's funny because like obviously like we're talking about like oh i wonder who did that and it sounds like a joke it's crazy because they have like a f- like this was a full-blown budgeted film right it's like like <laughs> distributed wide wage to theaters this fucking like joke cocaine bear pablo escobar whatever like it became this full-fledged film which is so fascinating to me like were they able to like convince whatever studios are convinced we were distributed it like we should distribute this film where <laughs> it's like an obvious <laughs> like almost always joke that's true but it's it's fascinating universal it worked out yeah it was universal mm-hmm. all right good job universal i mean granted they do keep green lighting freaking fast and the furious films so maybe they're like <laughs> this isn't too far off of what we've been doing maybe we should let it go maybe we should let this you know take its course and see what happens but before we get into um, the next subjects, Carmela, we're in the special little segment that I like. To, we like to call, sorry, Rewriter's Corner. Um, is there anything you want to change, fix, see more of of the film Cocaine Bear? Rewrite away, Carmela. Rewrite away. I feel like I already, or we already kind of touched on some things, like with the deaths and my bloodlust. But along with that. I I also kind of wanted like a stronger ending and like a stronger like villain cuz I don't see the co- like cocaine bear was not like the real villain obviously it was yeah, like Yeah, they kind of blurred the lines with that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like wanted I wish like we we as an audience had like a stronger motivation to like hate him. Like we eventually hate him towards the end but he was still like whatever i don't know because we knew he was gonna die too but i didn't want to i didn't feel like oh my god i wish this guy would like get like totally murdered and whatever ended up happening like gutted by this bear like i didn't like feel so strong of like a i don't know of like hatred towards him and i feel like if we did that kill like that happens in the end would have felt more like satisfying but it ended up feeling just like, oh, okay, yeah, that's exactly what I thought would happen to him. And also like, oh God, like the entrails, like, yeah. So like, I I think that if Ray Liotta was like introduced as like a total asshole or like, just like was a total dick the whole movie, like, I feel like we just hate him. Like, I wish he did like terrible things. Like, I wish he kicked like kids in the face or something like terrible i don't know like you know what i mean like just like absolute worst dad ever (laughs) 
because he was like oh at a playground God. like i don't know yeah i, think I don't know be, how do you feel about if, that uh, i no, i totally agree i think it'd be funny if they had like uh or ray liotta somehow r.i.p by the way somehow has like a rivalry with yeah. the bear like maybe something like oh my god back yeah in the day, he's on cocaine like <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah see yeah, like back in the day ray liotta younger late ray liotta and then the bear like as a cub or something like he like he does something heinous to like his mom or does something heinous to, like the bear is eating honey and then like, he slaps the honey out of his hand and like he remembers that <laughs> later on in life and then like at the end where he's about to die they like lock eyes and like oh shit you're the bear and he and the then bear. Rawr, 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 rawr. <laughs> like attacks Ray Liotta <laughs> but I totally get it where like I feel like even I had the same feeling too where we kind of had a weird moment where we kind of didn't know who to root against or who to root for essentially because like the bear started off as the villain right it's a dangerous bear killing these people but then like Ray Liotta Ray comes in and you're supposed to go against him because like he's this drug guy that doesn't care about anyone else but himself and then you start rooting for the bear so it's kind of like that blurred line becomes kind of like weirdly switched around because of Ray Liotta's character and because of him being kind of like plopped down into that to that scenario and into that like into the plot and you're just kind of like oh I guess we hate Ray Liotta now and we love the bear yeah. the bear does something I totally again I totally agree with that because it just felt so here and there where I want to feel for the bear feel for Ray Liotta feel for O'Shea feel like for like the kids whatever um, it was weird in that sense of like trying to figure out who you want to root for root against or who you want to die essentially but yeah I totally agree too like the we I want to see more of like I guess the bullets too when you mentioned it, like yeah that'd be really fun but personally like I don't have anything that I would want to rewrite other than like maybe better jokes <laughs> like better jokes better set pieces in the way that like <laughs> it kind of sets it up <laughs> yeah come on use your funny bone <laughs> but also too like I kind of like am down for a sequel somehow like I want it to be like as preposterous and crazy as like Sharknado you know like where they have like four <laughs> four like films of it and it's oh it's about God. a film that sharks get caught up a tornado and kill people like i want like cocaine bear 2 where he's on a motorcycle shooting you know henchmen like i want it to be like as crazy as it can be because i think the fact that like universal and, and hollywood and distributors whatever greenlit this and had fun with it and let them have fun with it um was was really fascinating and really fun to see like you don't like I said, like I haven't met, felt this way since like scary movies, since old Adam Sandler films. Like these movies aren't like as fun and campy anymore. They're they're a lot more serious and more hunkered down, um, which I guess kind of brings us to our next topic, the sort of idea of this like postmodern neo camp that Cocaine Bear has brung, where it's like it is campy, but it's in this modern era of trying to be you know what it like what campy used to be, but upgrading it. Um, do you want to explain that whole our whole little like <laughs> idea of postmodern neo camp, which is like a joke, but also like I kind of get it, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think you've like already mentioned it a couple times about how this movie like brings you back to the feeling of like days where like these campy, corny ish movies like came out, and I feel like this is just like the twenty twenty three like version of that i guess and i like also just like all these properties coming back like scream you know like which was like peak camp like back in 1990 whatever it's like back now although from the trailer it looks way more serious than it is campy so i hope 
I hope there's no... I hope they don't, like, totally delete the camp out of Scream, or the new Scream, but that's just my thoughts. Anyways, that was a sidebar. Yeah, I feel like leaning into, like, the absurdity of, like, you know, like, the premise of these types of movies, I feel like it's gonna be a trend, and this movie is kind of, like, ringing that, ringing in the new year for, or the new era for camp, postmodern neo-camp, I guess, which I'm kind of excited for. I feel like we have been like oversaturated with Marvel, which is like, you know, they kind of used to be fun. May- they Maybe, what if they started ca- off campy? That would have been cool, but they didn't. Anyways, uh, we're kind of oversaturated with these, I feel like properties that were meant to be sort of like ridiculous and silly, but they're kind of serious, kind of like Fast and Furious. Like too, like it's kind of. <laughs> it was of under like, our noses the whole time. Like we, we had the postmodern new camp and Fast and the Furious. We just ignored it. I know. I mean, like they're so serious now, right? But they're so ridiculous. You know, like Transformers. I don't know. Like they're all so serious about whatever is going on. But I'm like, yo, it's like robots fighting each other. Like, please. <laughs> I don't know. But how do you feel yo, about this robots. this new era? <laughs> Like, yo. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, chill out. (laughs) I totally get where you're coming from. Because, like, yeah, we could, like, I guess identify Transformer movies or the Fast and Furious movies as campy. But, like, it it loses the campiness because of how serious it takes itself. Where it's not trying to be funny. It's trying to be, like, a dead-ass serious race car film. You know, like a dead-ass serious streetcar film. exactly. They should have been Dead-ass Transformers (laughs) robotic film. Yeah, like, they... They destroy the idea of campy by trying to make it so serious. And, like, I think with movies like that, that's sort of where, like, we're we're like, ah, I mean, it's there, but almost not there. And then, like, if we try... It's funny that we mentioned Marvel because it's not Watch It Sound episode if we don't bag Marvel one more time. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, like you said, too, like, I think, like, Marvel had that... Almost had that campiness now, or campiness before. Um, and I don't think it could do it now just because of, like, kind of because of the uptight fans that are there like i think even if they made it the most campiest film i think myself probably you two would be so annoyed by it like we would not like it because like we would just identify it as bad but that's also because like this ip is such a big thing in itself it's such a serious thing in itself where like if they tried to make a one-off campy film it would not work because it would just be seen as bad than campy like they don't know how to they wouldn't be able to like handle that properly or even handle it in, in general because of the seriousness of the universe it being an actual universe almost destroys it being campy or, or having the chance to be campy but yeah i think there is almost sort of this resurgence of having that campy funness like i think this movie rrr especially um that movie's like making a lot of waves it being like a, a bollywood film but i think that's also like where like a campy action film lands on is is rrr i totally forgot this other film too it's not super campy but it is like in the realm of it it's that it's this new movie new christmas movie with david harbour i forgot what it was called but that was a really good film in the sense of like violent night god violent night but it was very very almost campy like it was kind of touching bases with it but it was still overall fun uh. and, and and like funny to watch and, and entertaining too but yeah i think honestly i like i don't think I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. I think this is gonna be the new trend where campiness becomes a new thing, because I think, like you know, we always talk about this. We always talk about like what's the new trend in film and cinema. Like, 
what could they possibly do to have this like resurgence of a new genre of a new feeling of a film i think it's campiness i think it's us being able to have fun with the film them not being like so serious about it and i think something like rrr in this film sort of create or break that barrier down where like it could be very very campy slapstick comedy fun but still be a fantastic film i think the postmodern neo camp is gonna be the new trendy genre coming up i i hope it is because i feel like it'd be kind of fun i think watching just campy films and films that like have a serious budget have serious backers have serious distribution be this like fucking like (laughs) crazy ass film like cocaine bear is so fun because it's just like we need some like you know we need some comedy in our lives we need to laugh people are too serious you know there's so many things to be exhausted from life the economy your job your spouse your partner whatever there's so many things that people take so seriously you know we just got chill out chill out everyone relax <laughs> chill out fun, guys you know <laughs> come on chill out and i guess with that i guess my next question for you my next two questions for you carmela have you ever encountered a bear <laughs> Second question, have you ever done cocaine? Wow. Thoughts? Um, <laughs> Thoughts? Heavy hitters here. Encountered a bear. I think I did, but it was like kind of far, so it wasn't like serious. I was in like Sequoia, the Sequoia National Forest. It was snowing and then someone we were with was like, "Oh my god, there's like a bear over there." And we were like, Okay, we're just going to keep on walking in the other direction then. <laughs> okay, um, we're going to ignore it now. We're definitely Yeah, I'm like, okay, like we're going to go now. And we're like, oh shit. Uh, so it was like kind of scary to think that it was like in the vicinity, but eventually it was like totally fine. I didn't even like see it. It was just like someone we were with saw the bear and was like, oh, it's over there. And I was like, my flight instinct kicked in. I was like, nope, <laughs> like I'm gonna just- I'm over here now, I'm, gonna, I'm going over here. <laughs> well, peace out. As for your second question, Josh, that's, uh, no, I haven't. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I do that? Ooh, I can't this, even afford that. This is killing me. This is suspense is killing me. Say, yeah, well, different side <laughs> yeah, of the yeah, obviously. A2? <laughs> um i have encountered a bear and it's a very like <laughs> i have like, done cocaine <laughs> no i have um i like this bear memory is like very ingrained in my mind because it was a mixture of funny and scary because it was also snowing i think we're somewhere in the mountains um we're like walking up some hill or whatever and and then like kind of from the distance it was probably like i don't know 50 75 feet away from us that's not like that we far. walked oh my up God. yeah it's, it was kind of close like it like we walked up and we see like something kind of moving and then like it looked up looked at us and we looked at it we like, looked we locked eyes <laughs> with the bear and then it dipped out it left so i was like oh uh, okay. it was, it lo- what color it was, was funny it? in the sense of like it was a polar bear it was white like full-on what? white like where were you coca-cola i was i forgot where it was it was somewhere in the mountains mount baldy maybe or mount high i don't know Wait, there. Wait, what? There's polar bears in Mount (laughs) Baldy. What? Wait, there are polar bears, aren't they, in the North or South Pole? Like, what the fuck? Maybe it wasn't a polar bear. Maybe it was just a bear that was white. I don't know. I'm not not a bear expert. 
all right i just know it was I'm white tripping right now <laughs> i know well. you're like what <laughs> like maybe it was like a black or brown bear covered in snow and it just seemed like a polar bear in my oh. eyes or maybe my little kid brain is like polar bear it's white it has to be polar coca-cola bear, bear. Um, <laughs> coca-cola bear but yeah we locked eyes in it and then like it ran away and my reaction when i was like a kid it was like it was kind of funny because oh shit it's a bear i've never seen a bear before and then like the sudden realization oh it could have came after us and then the again the laughter of like oh it didn't come after us so we're good it kind of chuckled <laughs> it off um, but i remember um like my cousin at the time well he's my cousin but at the time my cousin like he had a sled in his hand so i guess when the bear looked at us he like raised the sled up to make us look bigger or to make himself look bigger so that, like that might be reason why like he like ran off because oh. i don't know if that's true where like you're supposed to look bigger in front of a bear i've heard that is that a bear like, thing how, how yeah i think so i don't know I, I, I don't know how accurate that is i'm not a, again i'm not a bear specialist i don't either i, I only know the <laughs> oh, bear necessities oh. but um but yeah <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> it's funny <laughs> it's just it was just like a funny moment where like oh yeah that's that's crazy as for the second question, have I ever done cocaine? And the answer will surprise you after this message. I'm just kidding. No, I haven't. I haven't done it. Oh. I haven't done yeah. it. Yeah. That's disappointing to everyone listening. Yeah. I know. We I, thought I know they were going to get something juicy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. That they got something <laughs> like, the complete damn. opposite. Dry. Very dry. Yeah. Sorry. So dry. We're too, we're too goody we, two shoes. I have here. no access to that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I did, oh. but. Ooh, I mean, ooh. not. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. You say no. That? I will say no more. Carmela is down. It sounds like. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but I guess we'll leave it at that. Carmela's just kidding. <laughs> but with that, this has been our episode on Cocaine Bear. Very very fun. Very campy. Slapstick. Just the overall fun time. And I hope. I am right where this becomes a trend of like having more campy movies, having things that like are meant to be funny and meant to not be taken so seriously. If cocaine bear and RR aren't an example of that, like I feel like it'd be fun just to see more of this to pop up because I, I had a lot of fun with it. And it's just like, we knew we were going to do, we're, we're going to go watch this movie and have fun. And that's exactly what happened. And I love that. I love that for us. I love that for the American people, if I do say so myself. But with that, this has been our episode on Cocaine Bear. My name is Josh Landiche, and you can follow me on Instagram at the Space Wolf. And I'm Carmel, and you can follow me at Cap Mello. Sorry, I'm still caught up on what you said. That patriotic term. <laughs> I'm like, what? And you can follow Watch It Sound on Instagram at Watch It Sound, <laughs> along with listening to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, and Anchor. If any of those apps have the option to like, comment, subscribe, or anything of that nature, that would help us a lot. As, help us a lot. And if you are on the social media, Twitter, Instagram, uh, we are on that as well. And if you like, comment, reshare, retweet, favorite, like, whatever it may be, that would help help us a lot as well with the algorithm and all that, you know. But if you guys do that already, and for the people that do do that already, we see you, we appreciate, and we thank you. We also have a program on Anchor called Listener Supporter, which lets you subscribe any dollar amount. Only for able to, of course. And with that, thank you all for listening to this episode. And keep on watching.
being forbears. They are out there. Be safe out there.